Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. You guys are here at Rewind Podcast, and I'm here with Amy, Kevin. I feel like I always want to yell like the Home Alone, like Kevin, so, whenever so he's much around. Disdain when that would be the presenter of the key. By the way, <laughs> I'm here with Will, and I'm here with Tyler, and we are going to discuss a little bit tonight about this little MJF. Thing that is circling around that everyone is talking about, and Will is extremely excited. Uh, excuse me, what? ma'am. Little? Excuse me, ma'am. Kevin. His name is Max Friedman. Amy Mute. Max Friedman. <laughs> you what? <laughs> anyway, like I said, we're, we're going to discuss this whole promo that came out. Um, I'm going to get your guys' thoughts on this, and we're just going to kind of see how everybody is feeling. In collaboration. So I want to start first with Will because I know he's extremely excited to talk about this. So the Will, only tell reason me I'm here what right you're now. thinking. Exactly. So, so tell me, <laughs> tell me your thoughts on this. So you call this a little on? promo, Will? Just a reminder. Yeah, this a, a, little, a promo. little promo. Little promo. There's only one <laughs> thing better in wrestling than Goldberg right now, and that's next. <laughs> oh, okay, shut up and let Will talk. You can wait your turn. So for those of you, for those who haven't watched this promo, they need to go watch it right now because I think it is the best eight minutes of promo that I've honestly ever seen in wrestling. And that's saying a lot because I still think that um, the Paul Heyman promo from uh, One Night Stand is the greatest promo. And I think MJF might have just destroyed that. But MJF pretty much ran down... Ran down Tony Khan. He ran down the fan base. He ran down the locker room and then told Tony Khan to fire him and called him an effing mark. Funny. TV. I to to Ted, on, t- on TV. Ouch. In front of Warner Bros. Execs, apparently. Yeah. Allegedly. We'll see. Allegedly. Yeah. So, Amy, since you just made that allegedly comment, I want to throw this one to you because I know that there has been some, you know, rumor mills going about whether or not this is a work or if this is a shoot type of situation. What are your thoughts? Well, I think, so I've heard conflicting things. I've heard people who are close to MJF say like the the Twitter stuff is at least a work. Um, Mm -hmm. Just playing into the dirt sheets and like making a story out of it, creating buzz and stuff like that. Um, there's, it's been heavily reported that they have been like going back and forth over contract disputes. And he is unhappy with the fact that you have people like not, nothing gets Mark Henry, but Mark Henry, as far as contributing to the, the actual TV product, make more than the, some of the people who are drawing people to the product. Um, mm-hmm. he's been unhappy with that. Not just him. A lot of people who are the original AEW people are mad about mm-hmm. that. Um, I think this promo was, they knew everybody's still talking about what happened on Sunday where he no showed a um, fan event and like allegedly had a plane ticket out of Vegas. It was going to no show double or nothing. 
Um, they're just playing into that. And I think they just told uh, MJF to go out there, even though he may feel the feelings that he's like, um, did, or voicing during the promo. I think it was 100% green lit. I think they were just mm-hmm. like, we're, if this, this is all people are going to talk about, might as well lean into it and create controversy. Because based on what we saw Sunday with the Wardlow match, he should have been written off TV. So obviously there was a change of plans there. And they knew they couldn't escape what the rumors were going. So I think it's if it was a shoot, it's gotten worked into a work. So It's a shoot, it's yeah. a shoot work at this point, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's like kind of, I, again, I've seen like some conflicting things like on Twitter and I actually also saw something. I want to come to Kev with this one. Um, of course, anytime that we see any, you know, any negativity reflected towards any of these promotions, everybody's automatic thought is they're moving, they're jumping ship and they're going somewhere else. So Kev, as much as I can't stand to hear your voice. Oh, you love do it. You, fire me. Do you think. Fire me, you Roken Mark. Fire me. You do you think that there is even the slightest possibility that if this thing is not a work that we're going to see, is this, I guess, your Lord and Savior now secondary to Goldberg? Uh, I've been I've been pushing and Maxwell Jacob Friedman for months. Months. <laughs> okay, I've well, been on the MJF you, bandwagon since before OG Will. Kevin! That's not true. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, God. I think, I think we tagged it up together, Will. I think we tagged it up together. Do Don't let Ivy jump into this. What this is leading to, Ivy. Kev, I'm trying to explain something to you and ask you a question. Now shut up and let Good me talk. Lord. She needs muted. Perfect. <laughs> Kev, what I'm trying to ask you is, do you think that there's even the slightest <laughs> glimmer of hope that we might see him show up <laughs> on a WWE event, platform, any of that? Or do you think it's crap, it's never going to happen, and if it does, how's it even going to work out? Well, um, the one thing in wrestling that is stated is never say never. Mm. So it's, it's a constant. I mean, Goldberg is constantly out with the never say never. Uh, Let's be honest. Not just to throw Goldberg's name into this conversation, but he's always the never say never guy. So you can never say never that he's not going to go to WWE, but I'm going to tell you what it's going to lead to. It, it's going okay. to lead to the forbidden door because of Tony Khan being a mark, what Tony Khan is trying to create is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon. And who's the best Stone Cold Steve Austin? It's Maxwell Jacob Friedman for him right now. So that, that's what he wants to create is this rival. And you could potentially see at Forbidden Door, Maxwell Jacob Friedman fighting Tony Khan, maybe to be fired, maybe for a release. Who knows? But... I don't want to see it. Uh-uh. I, can, I can tell you that. I, I, I don't want to see that whatsoever, but it's going to turn MJF into more favorable with the fan base. And I, I think a lot of the fan base already does like him, um, even though he's a cocky prick or sorry, a cocky Roku, because he <laughs> is. Um, the problem is, will if he does go to WWE or when he goes to WWE, Will they win. Don't use say him the right way? That's that's the biggest issue. Will Will Vince still be alive for Maxwell Jacob Friedman to go to WWE, or will it be someone like a Triple H who actually will give MJF that freedom? That that's going to be the question down the road. Um, let's be honest, MJF's pipe bomb, and and that's what people are calling it. His pipe bomb 
was one of the best things you saw in wrestling, but it also overshadowed a pipe bomb from Seth Rollins kind of on, on Monday Night Raw as well. You had two great talkers on the mic Monday night and then Wednesday night, both about common things. Um, MJF obviously t- took the cake based on what is going on or what has gone on with Double or Nothing, with the rumors, with the airplane flight out. Uh, and really getting squashed by Wardlow does not help that whatsoever. But who knows what his future is going to hold. But if Triple H is going to be the lead in WWE one day, you could see Maxwell Jacob Friedman leading that company. Okay. How was that, that, Ivy? Wonderful. That was a very um, detailed response. And I'm impressed that you have the ability to articulate so well. Sorry, I can't Um, wait for MJF or Goldberg. (laughs) With that being said, I'm going to jump to Tyler. Now, with Tyler being kind of our resident historian here, I want to know Tyler's thoughts just in terms on this whole MJF thing as a person, as a character. What do you think makes him so successful and why people are so quick to jump the gun and follow, you know, all of his content and want to support him and be fans for him? Because he gets wrestling. He he is a true villain. He makes you believe because you can tell he can be that prick like Kevin's talking about. And Ooh, I love the comparisons with by the way. Tyler always agrees with me. Tyler, you're the man. Yeah. And <laughs> let Tyler finish. I, I know it, Kevin. Kevin is great. And uh, Flair, I mean, I think you could see the comparisons with uh, the Nature Boy, too. I just love how I got lost in it. I, I know we we're going to talk about if it's a work, if not. I mean, I, I get that. But I just let myself suspend disbelief and just loved his passion. I mean, this we know he can talk. We know he can articulate. But we got the feeling, hey, listen, he's really mad with Tony Khan. So I bought it. And what he said about the fans resonated with me because I've been guilty of that knowing his talent, but kind of uh, taking it for granted. I mean, those words ring true because I've been just as wrong as a lot of the wrestling fans. So he's right. We're uneducated in a sense. And we're so easy to jump bandwagons. And, hey, New Japan, not knocking it. I watch New Japan, but he's right. And he talked about the untrained. That's a lot of the criticisms that AEW gets. So I just loved it. I I just think he's so credible, and we need more MJFs. He's what's great about the business. So I, I'm kind of looking at it a different way because you all brought up such uh, great perspectives. I just wanted to get lost in his character and that segment. And he did make you think, hey, he's going to work for WWE one day and, and stick it to Tony. But this is all can be a great plot. And I think it's just a part of the wrestling storytelling process that makes professional wrestling so great. So that that's all I, I came away with it. I just love the body language, his demeanor, his connection with the fans. He just makes you think this guy's real. What you see is what you get with MJF, and I love it. Yeah, I I like what you're saying there, um, Tyler, because I feel like in a world of wrestling where kayfabe is dead, like you've kind of mentioned, Mm -hmm. he has the ability to almost make this believable again and to just run with it. Mm -hmm. And I think that is why he's become such a fan favorite because, you know, he's defying the fact that kayfabe no longer exists in the world today. So the fact that you have somebody who can present themselves, can, you know, put out this type of promo, can, you know, entertain and can make the fans buy into it is a really key benefactor for someone in this business right now, because it is extremely difficult to do so. 
And anybody to, have any closing thoughts? Well, I no, see you're like jumping out of sorry. your seat. You're trying to come to, to the to him, well, you but the him, though, kayfabe, But to him, kayfabe isn't dead. That's the thing. Right. Like, who he is on, who he is in the ring, mm-hmm. who he is on Twitter, who he is at fan meetups, who he is doing outside promotion for AEW, like the uh, the video that I sent you guys of the carpool karaoke with him and. Uh, yeah. Uh, powerhouse obs and ruby soho like that is mjf like that that's him how he treats fans inside the ring outside the ring that's him and he said it in in his promo he said uh that nobody understands him because he's the only one that can make people feel like that's that's what he does he makes people feel emotions when it comes to wrestling which is something that we don't get from a lot of people anymore that's yeah. why he's really the only reason that I'm watching wrestling right now. I've as cool as it was to see Cody return to WWE, I've tuned out. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I've tuned out. But the only thing that I've really followed wait uh lately is anything that MJF is doing. And and with that being said too, I mean, like we mentioned, this is this was an eight minute promo. And it <laughs> sounds to me like everybody collectively can kind of agree on the fact that that eight minute promo was more entertaining and delivered more to wrestling fans than a lot of these three hour shows that we watch. Yeah. So I wholeheartedly agree with Will. (laughs) Everything he just said hit the nail on the head. I mean, even MJF's parents hate him. It's great. Yeah. Exactly. With Maxwell, Jacob Friedman. Well, with that being said, and now that Kevin is on mute, so I can close this out I have wonderfully. Power. I can do whatever I want. Kev, shut up. I'm trying to do my little closing segment here. Tell us in the comments what... what you guys are all thinking, how you feel about everything that we just discussed. Get your merch. Go check out CCW. Check out Sportswire. Donate to Bryce. Everything is below. And we will catch you guys next time on Rewind Wrestling Radio. Insert the song. <laughs>